Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like eating popcorn. It gets stuck in your teeth, but it's all sorts of delusions. Today on the show, we're talking about utilizing your community. That means building a community over time of people that you love, that you like, that you support, that you appreciate, and uh, that becomes fans of you in the stuff that you do, and they can be mutually supportive and fans and appreciative. And when the time comes for you to need something from them, when you have something you're really excited about, something that you need just a little bit of extra push to make something happen, they will be there for you. And that's not something you can take advantage of every second of every day, but every once in a while, every few months or you know, whatever the case may be, when something really comes up and they believe in your passion just as much as you believe in your passion, you can put that energy out into the world. You can ask them for help and you can find a way to do that. We recently did that, Molly and I, to find a way to get her to LA, which is going to happen next month for the, um, what is this? The Dreamtopia workshop that Kathy Kathy Heller is doing. I talk about that a little bit. Let you guys know Andy J Pizza a little bit, and all of these other people that are doing amazing things out in the world. So we're going to talk about all of that today on Dopamine. Let's go. Okay. All right, everyone. Welcome to the show. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, today, things are going really well today, actually. I um, I was helping Molly with something where she was trying to – she won a free ticket to a an event in um, in L.A. I should actually – I should do some free promotion real quick. So <laughs> let me look it up. Uh, so there's, there's an event in L.A. being run by Kathy Heller, and um, she has this amazing – uh, vibe. She's got these incredible, um, insights into what she calls don't keep your day job, which is like a, a podcast that she has. And it's, a um, it's growing to be one of the biggest, most engaged audiences in the podcast world. And, and like, she's just so incredible with what she does. And she is putting out a, uh, an event in LA let me look it up real quick, uh, on Instagram, some live searching <laughs> because I don't plan things. And, um, so let me pull this up real quick. We're going to go to her link tree and dreamtopia workshop. That's what it's called. And it's in March. It is March. Um, it's in Los Angeles at the Harmony Gold Theater, March 14th and 15th. Go now. <laughs> um, She's got this great event. Uh, if you go to kathy-heller.teachable.com slash p slash live dash event, that is where you'll find that. Or you can find her on Instagram at kathy.heller. That's Kathy with a C. Um, she's absolutely amazing. She was on the Creative Pep Talk podcast that Andy, Andy J Pizza does, which is another podcast that I absolutely recommend if you are someone who is looking for some creative calibration and focus in your life. They are both amazing people. So Molly had has this event that she won a free ticket to, but we needed to find a way to get her to LA. And I personally have been motivated by getting her this ticket because, well, she spent most of her life in Rochester and I feel like she just needs to get out into the world. <laughs> so, and I've been to like 30 plus States. So I'm like, I'm good. You go have a good time. 
Um, so it really took us some effort to sort of reach out to our community and access them and ask them for help. And it's really been this incredible opportunity for us to sort of test it and feel it out um, and, and test our community, I should say, and uh, especially when it comes to community over competition. But it, it's it's essentially realizing that we've been living that mindset, that community over competition mindset. And every once in a while, when you're ready to launch something, when you're ready to sell something, when you need help with something, it bears fruit. Like It's incredibly important to take that time to continue to build your community and do it in without that immediate reciprocity. I think we we establish so many relationships as a means for eventual reciprocity, right? And like on the basis of that, right? And and in a way, it's not that it's not a bad thing. It's like it's like the equivalent of working out for the sake of vanity. Like you want something in return. You want to look good. You want to feel good, right? But sometimes building relationships for the sake of eventually getting a return is is good. Um, but if you're building relationships for an immediate return and every transaction with them or every every interaction with them has to require a transaction, that's an unhealthy relationship. And we felt that this was the appropriate time for us to reach out to our community, try to provide some value. She had some things that she was selling. She sold some prints. She was telling people about her story. She was saying that she needed some help. She put out some of her prints out there, some downloadables that she had, and her community came out in droves to help her out. And even an old friend from high school came out of nowhere and said, "Hey, how much do you need?" and uh, gave us a, gave us some money to help us out, and that was really generous and amazing and incredible, and really shows that you know Molly puts a lot of really good energy out into the world, and when it's ready, you know, when she needs it, and and that means you don't you're not pedaling every day, <laughs> but you know when when these big events come. And you can really express that excitement for it. And people can tell that you're genuinely wanting this and trying to work towards it and trying to make it happen by whatever means necessary. People will see you and support that, right? And it's it's happened more times than not, right? I think we get into this place of like, well, nobody will help me. It's like, that's not necessarily true. You know, maybe you haven't built the relationships in the way that you need to. Maybe you've been making those relationships transactional or you're in one of those friendships where it's just like, well, you never invite me to things. And Right? <laughs> I hate those relationships so much. Those friendships are the worst. I hate that when somebody's just like, well, where's my invite? I'm like, I didn't want to invite you. <laughs> right? Well, there's like expectations. Like, that's the most annoying. I, I can't stand that stuff, right? I think having these friendships where there's no expectations of each other and you're you're putting out value towards each other and not expecting it from others, but when you can ask it of them, like you'll get it in some spots. And then there are other spots where you won't and you won't take it personally, right? And that's part of it too, is like Molly put stuff out into the world and I asked some of my friends too. I had a good friend of mine give me some money. Like I borrowed some money from her. I'm gonna pay her back. But you know, she was without hesitation, she helped me out. And and that's absolutely incredible that you'd be willing to do that. So mad shout out to you. You know who you are. And, um, you know, I, I'm not doing it on the precipice of being upset if she doesn't does it, doesn't does it, <laughs> doesn't do it. Uh, same thing with Molly and, and her fans and the people that she put it, that puts the energy out to, right? We don't get upset if it doesn't work that way. Because, that's not the goal. The not to go. The goal is not to test someone's friendship, right? 
if you're putting something out there and you're asking them for something, the goal is to not say like, well, your loyalty is predicated on your willingness to give me money whenever I ask for it. Or, you know, our relationship is predicated on you being able to come out or do whatever I need you to do whenever I ask you to do it, right? That's not how that works. <laughs> not at all, right? Uh, you know, friendships are like a, a bit of a give and take, but it's loose, right? It's not this rigidity that I feel like a lot of people put on the relationships. They put this expectation, almost this industrialized expectation of like, you know, you have to, you have to be on time. You have to be, <laughs> you have to be this, this picture perfect representation of a friend or a person in order to be considered a friend. And that's not fair for anyone to do. I don't care what your personality type is. I don't care what your mental health situation is. I don't care what your work situation is, your level of stress, whatever the case is, it is not fair to put those kinds of expectations onto your friends or onto other people in any kind of way to expect them to do exactly what you need them to do. Right. And it would be totally fine if we put all this energy out into the world and nobody said yes, like nobody bought anything. Nobody did any of that stuff. Like, yeah, we'd be bummed. We'd be disappointed, but we'd be disappointed at the situation that we have to find another way. Not not disappointed at the people for not giving us their money because like everyone's got their own situations. Everyone's got their own things going on. We can't expect friends to stop everything they're doing and donate to us and help us and, and give us every bit of resource that they've got going on. Right. Cause like we're living day to day. And if anything, anyone asks of us, like we just can't, we can't monetarily help someone at the moment. Right. That's why we're the ones asking. <laughs> so it, you know, it feels really frustrating that we can't do that, but we also appreciate that our friends don't put that pressure on us. And I think that speaks to the mutuality of the relationship between our friends and who we are. And we've seen this continued growing of community between ourselves and, you know, the people that we've been coming in contact with in our lives and our friends and family. People have just been so incredibly supportive in our relationship and our endeavors and having patience with us, you know, because really building a business and building a life is not something that it's as easy as filling out an application online and then getting hired, right? You have to build a team, you have to build a, a community, you have to make a product, you have to, you know, be, you have to do all of these things behind the scenes before you can even pretend to say that you have a business, <laughs> right? So it takes time it's really stressful and it's, it's quite frustrating. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just been incredibly powerful to get support continuously from our community. And we got some support recently as well with some tattoos that we got, we got some, uh, <laughs> so we got set, uh, well, we got matching tattoos. She got like a slightly different color, but we got matching tattoos as a way to like symbolize, this era of our life. And it's been amazing. Um, we have this community with, um, this local tattoo shop that we helped curate some shows with, uh, some, some art shows. And it's been absolutely amazing to get in touch with them and be able to walk into their tattoo shop and just say, Hey, and everyone's like excited and, you know, we're welcome. We're always welcome. And, and like, it's really nice to have places where you feel welcome like that. So we go in and, you know, we went, uh, they had a flash sale for $31 for, um, for Valentine's day. We go in, um, and we decided to get the uh, pixel heart tattoos. You can see it on Twitter at let's go see note. If you want to see pictures of that, she got a purple one. I got red and um, it's, it's amazing. It's my first tattoo. So, you know, the pain of that was crazy. I don't, I don't, 
I don't know. I mean, I'll probably do more tattoos, but I was not, um, some people get addicted to the pain part of it. And I was like, no, I'm not addicted to the pain part. There were parts where it felt like a, it felt like a little bit of a massage. And I was like, oh, if this was like this all the time, I would totally do it. But I, I did it on my wrist though, too. So there are some, some pain points there that make it a little bit more difficult. So I don't know. I'll probably do it again. I was a trooper. It took about 40 minutes and uh, wasn't bad at all. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes in the future. But <laughs> we got these tattoos and we were posting the process online and our friends were supporting us and they were just like really excited about it. And they were talking about, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. You're so much fun. And um, people from from both of our communities, right? And I think for both of us, we've been building um, our own our own separate communities, but we have a community together that sees us as a couple and appreciates who we are as a couple. And that is really amazing to me. I think I've been missing that. And it's really nice that that's been building for us. I love that so much. So that's made my my extroverted feeling <laughs> inferior really happy uh, the past two weeks, especially when I went through media last week, which I'm feeling better. I'm still a little bit in it, but I'm kind of coming down the other side. I'm, I've been you know, feeling a little less sick and feeling better when it comes to you know, the mania part of things. So there was a point there where it was like at its peak and it was really rough, but, but now we're doing okay. So, um, but, but community has been really amazing to build and that particularly when you start thinking about community over competition, when you start thinking about how you want to connect with other people who are doing the same things as you, like the tattoo artists, they are artists, right? They're doing tattoo work, but they are artists, right? if you compare artists to artists, you would think that you're in competition with them, but we, we have our own clients. We have our own things. We're doing our own stuff. And there's no reason for you to start thinking that you have to feel like you're in competition with people. Uh, and, you know, building community means that people who are doing the same stuff as you can sometimes, you know, support you in that, you know, especially if you're an artist and you're doing your own unique work. You know, there are artists that buy stuff from Molly all the time. There are other Myers-Briggs people that listen to my podcasts and people who are doing mental health stuff that follow me and we build a community together and reach out, right? There's no reason for any kind of exclusivity that you should be the only person in your friend group that does the things that you do, right? There are different reasons that people work with different people and people are going to work with you because of you of who you are as a person and not necessarily because of, you know, cause you're the only one in town, <laughs> you know? Um, and that's just not the case anymore. You know, that's, it's very different if you're, you know, if you're like a plumber and you're trying to like control a region as it were, <laughs> you know, you're trying to say like, Oh, this is my part of town. <laughs> you know, that might be a little bit of a different scenario, but if you're an artist, you've got your own style or you're doing any kind of creative work. You've just got your own style and you've got your own thing and people are going to like you for your personality, for who you are, for what you provide them on more of a, a spiritual, ethereal, holistic level, right? As a person who makes them feel confident and calm and happy and lovely and whatever the case is, right? So, you know, building that community without expectation, with, you know, with honest love and really supporting people regardless of how it comes back to you is incredibly important because when those moments happen, when you really need something like you genuinely need some help or you have this opportunity and people see how this opportunity could benefit you and then by extension benefit them, especially if you're putting content out there, that's going to be in relation to the thing that you're doing. 
man, it's just like this wonderful circle that benefits everyone. Right. And you know, if people aren't willing to help you, then that's not necessarily a personal thing. Like they're not doing it to hurt you. They're doing it because maybe they can't afford it or they just don't understand what this thing is or, you know, any other reason, right? There's no reason to take it personally. It's just, this is just the way it works sometimes. So, uh, that's it. I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. I was really going to talk about something else completely, but then I started going on this tangent and this turned into this episode. So <laughs> we're going to leave it at this and talk a little bit about building that community and utilizing your community. Yeah. I think we're going to use that as the title, utilizing your community. So, um, so that's the thing, you know, go, go make some friends, go make some friends in your field. Um, not just clients, you know, people that are going to support you for, you know, say like, Oh, your stuff's rad, you know, and, and kind of wish you luck and people that are going to be proud of you and, and support you in your endeavors, even if they're just going to share it or like it or appreciate it, you know, support in any kind of form other than just monetarily is incredibly important as well. So that's it. That's everything for today. Uh, we're going to have some stuff coming up in the near future. I've got a summit coming up that I'm working on. I'm working with, um, there's a millennial summit coming up that I did an interview for. I think they're going to start marketing that next month. That's at the end of March. So we're going to be marking that very, very soon. And, um, in upcoming podcasts, you will hear more about that. And I'll tell you where to get all that stuff. I talked about mental health and, and Myers-Briggs stuff there. Um, if you want to support the show, you can go to dopamine.life and uh, leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Um, reviews help us uh, to keep the show going. I am expanding this show to hopefully become a blog soon. So I got a teachable account. You go to dopamine.teachable.com. The Myers-Briggs course is there. The MBTI breakdown, which is the formerly known as the Super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX course, which was the advanced course. So the entire like 34 segments of me talking about Myers-Briggs and breaking down the dichotomies and what all the letters mean and all of this stuff that you don't get from like 16 personalities and articles and things like that. It's all in one place so that you can go through and it's absolutely free. So if you sign up for that, dopamine.teachable.com. And when you sign up, you get part get to be a part of the dopamine uh, email newsletter and I'll be writing some articles and stuff like that, um, on there and teachable has a built-in blog. So I'm going to be doing a blog soon as well. I don't write much writing is very hard for me, but it's something that I want to get better at. So I'm going to be working on that soon as well. Um, so yeah, Molly did get her ticket to the thing and she's going to be doing that. So we'll hopefully talk about a lot of that stuff in the near future. That's going to be in mid March. And, um, I got some more courses that I want to work on. I'm working on putting together like a greatest hits of all of, you know, the 280 episodes that we've done so far. And, um, something I want to put out into the world for you guys to be able to take as like a mental calibration program, as it were something, I'm just going to put a small price tag on it. And, um, you know, it's going to be, it's like this whole long list of stuff, all of these great ego death things and spiral dynamics and, uh, Enneagram and um, Myers-Briggs and and so much stuff that's going to be a way for you to calibrate and check in with yourself and and all of this stuff. So it's going to be pretty exciting. And then I've, I'm going to be doing more Myers-Briggs uh, type specific courses, ENFP, INFP, like so many other INTP, all these different personality types. I'm going to be doing individual courses for those um, throughout the year. So 
that's what is 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 happening is coming is going is doing <laughs> so that's it dopamine.life rating and review all that good stuff follow me at let's go see note on instagram or twitter feel free to say hi and drop me a heart i would really love that and all of that good stuff so with that go nurture your community go say hi to someone tell go tell someone that you're proud of them you know, leave a monetary donation. Maybe there's someone you really love and appreciate and you say, Hey, can I send you five bucks? (laughs) You know, can I just show you that I like you, that I appreciate you or just drop a heart, share a thing that they're doing. Um, you know, we're looking for appreciation all the time. We're humans, you know, building community, loving each other. So go do that. I appreciate you guys. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on dopamine. See ya. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.